0: Welcome to the oh dear podcast my name is christian duran coming to you from beautiful sunny california <laughs> is that Burbank, where you are? california no not uh, at <laughs> all <say. 30. laughs>
1: Coming you live from the Warner Brothers lawn because that would go back with what we were talking about last week about friendships. It's like you could be in California. I was <laughs> yeah, this is how I would find out. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you didn't know Christian. uh, wait, uh, Christian has a second kid, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> a whole secret family that's not so secret anymore. Oh, man. Recorded live in front of a studio audience. It's the Audio
0: Podcast <sighs> wow. from beautiful sunny California,
2: with your, with your host <laughs> Drew Carey.
1: <laughs> what? hey, bada what's up, guys? Bada <laughs> bada bada oh,
2: with my man. co-hosts
0: on the One Podcast, where we talk about the things that would make your mother clutch her pearls and say, "Oh dear," are my co-hosts slash hosts Nick Whitmer and Brett Rabel. Let me ask you this Ooh. question,
2: guys. Out of the gate. Hosting the price is right. Best gig ever
1: or golden gilded prison? Uh, I'd go ladder for me personally, but I well, can understand how I, that would be a, the for, the former for some people. What do you think, Chris? I think,
0: I think all those, the the, the family feud, the, the price is right. I think it's like you definitely have to have a certain um, temperament to do that. Like you got to like, you got to love having a job job. Like you got to love going in to work eight, like eight to five kind
1: of. And you have to love repetition and like it being the same every day. Yeah. Um, and like I think the only one of those jobs that has any type of um, – I don't want to say respect, but like maybe acclaim is like the Jeopardy host if you host at Jeopardy. Yeah. Because all the rest of them are like, like no one respects – Pat Sajak or whoever's name is, you're like yeah who cares that show sucks like that's like the I don't turn a channel quicker than when I'm done watching Jeopardy and then the Wheel of Fortune music turns on I'm like turn it off turn it off I don't want to see a (laughs) a second of this stupid shit
0: I think I would like if I if as a comedian if they were like hey do you want to host you know the Price is Right or Family Feud and stuff I would be like absolutely and then the first like year or two would be awesome and i would love it and then year three i'd be like oh this sucks and then but i would not but i would still do it and then still do it and be just completely fake until like year eight and then i would have some kind of like tmz incident where i would get fired because like some fans like some nice people who watch the show from middle america would be like oh you're christian duran we love you on that show and i just freak out and call them like and then words, even though they're white, and it's on TMZ and I have to, I get canceled.
2: Uh, Yo, know, this is a, r- a real idea I have, and it relates more to the N word than it does to game shows. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's, let's get in there. I kind of think black guys should bring back calling white guys, the N word with a hard R just to, <laughs> just to make us know how f- awful the word is just to right. really like make it clear.
1: This is the worst word
2: in the world world
1: yeah they did it they they took it back but they took back like a uh a colloquial version of it for modified, that, yeah. that yeah, yeah so they need to if they want to really take that word away bring back the hard r baby come on yeah they, so, it's like, it's, like, like they have a big to, sign that says donald trump is a you know and then just hold <laughs> it up at his press conferences and stuff like like just what go hard we do? what are
2: we gonna do don't call us that we're not gonna we can't <laughs> We're defenseless. <laughs>
0: yeah. Just
1: call us yeah. the hard R-N word. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Going back to The Price is Right. Um, yeah, I go. think the, the there is something, and without having watched that show, God, maybe since I was a kid, um, I don't know if I've ever seen a second of it with Drew Carey as the host, I guess is my point, but I'm assuming it's the same. It's kind of the craziest game show because, like, anybody there can be on the show. Yeah. Whereas, like, all the other shows cast and, like, you know, like Jeopardy has the three contestants, and like Wheel of Fortune, I'm sure goes through the same thing, and and all those types of shows have. But anybody who just shows up and dresses like a chicken can just eventually get on the show if they're lucky. Like that's <laughs> yeah. kind of a that's kind of a crazy oddball um, thing where, like, if someone ha- who had like a uh, I don't know an impulse for pranks and or. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. And or, you know, uh, get, yeah, get rich quick schemes. You know, if they you know, there are those types of that type of person. They could show up to several uh Price is Right tapings in a row and then get on TV and then say something like, I don't know, buy Brett coin or something. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying like it could be an avenue. I don't know. God damn! All right, guys. Well,
2: I'm happy to announce my uh, moving to California officially. <laughs> so I can every day, just go to the lot. Forget writing. Forget even being in contact with friends.
1: I'm just going to go to the lot every day. You're going to be a professional audience member of The Price Is Right. That's right. That's so fun. That is no. There's there's a beauty to
2: that. The de- the-, the democracy of. I mean, granted, I think they have audience coordinators who like. Yeah. Select people probably based off of silliness of costume, maybe like someone just has an interesting look or vibe. Mhm. like 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 dude, one of my favorite internet things, uh, videos is Aaron Paul, Jesse Pinkman from Breaking yeah. Bad. Aaron Paul, did you know he did the prices right? Yeah. One years ago like before he was uh, famous. Yeah. He was I famous. think I saw that. Yeah.
0: If you watch it now it looks like a sketch. But because he's famous, but it, it's just him being completely like enthusiastic and surprised. And it Gen- kind
2: of makes sense. It's like yeah, this guy was talented enough to get cast on Breaking Bad. You don't think he was talented enough to get cast on The Price is Right, right. from just walking in and be I like of course this guy's like oozing charisma.
0: Mhm. It's it, uh, no, it's yeah, it's it's such a funny video to watch, and like, uh, you, you know, you never know who's gonna be if you like you those inside the actor studios where Bradley Cooper's in the audience, like asking <laughs> questions to Sean Penn. Yeah, it's so funny. I think the, there's two types of game show hosts: the ones that are like, there's like the Drew Carey who, go um, for
1: it.
0: Yeah, who's like. Okay, actually a better way to say it, there's two types of game shows. The Steve Harvey, who's over it and can't hide his disdain for <laughs> <laughs> for like the repetitiveness of it. Like, because it's kinda like it's the thing of like comedy. It's like you gotta make it, even though you said this a hundred times, you gotta make it sound like you're saying it for the first time. Right. He's probably seen every reaction every audience member has ever had right and he does he's so over it and he doesn't care and it's not surprising or interesting to him yeah whereas like a guy like Drew Carey or like a Wayne Brady is like they go oh my god that's the funny you are a treat diane like yeah. they they just like <laughs> completely
1: go with it and just are completely um i got to say like I just Steve Harvey has like a um i don't know i guess like a somewhat <clears throat> respected Stand up and/or show business career, but clearly the best thing he's ever done is the price is the, that show. What's it called? Um, not the prices right. Family Feud. Family Feud. Family he Feud. like I'm telling you right now, like. I I they put him up on TikTok, like his reactions and stuff, and like you know the the algorithm learns you. Every time I go on TikTok now, there's a I see a Steve Harvey video, and I never skip it. I can't wait to see it. It's like <laughs> he is so good at that yeah. thing where he walks up to the guy, and it's like name a type of pork, and the guy says you pine, yeah, porcupine, and yeah. it could just be a laugh and a shaking the head, but he turns it into like a physical bit where he just like he can't like you pine you pine like he does like yeah. he's so funny at that like that's genuinely the funniest and the best thing he'll ever do. Yeah and- but l- let's be real
2: most of Family Feud is asking incredibly <laughs> sexual questions with yeah. incredibly sexually <laughs> yeah. charged answers and then yeah. being insanely shocked that their brain (laughs) went to sex. Yeah. Name something that throbs a lot that you stick inside a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, a uh, 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 dick. And he's like, oh, what, what is wrong you? with you? Come on, you can't. <laughs> what the? You got to get your mind out there.
0: Gotta. It's called Family Feud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the, but there's like, like, as someone who's watched a lot of these, there's a lot of other ones that aren't like that either, though. It's not all baiting. Like, there was one where this dude there, the answer was already on the board and he kept saying it. And the guy is, and Steve Harvey is like yeah. trying to show him that it's on the board, but he keeps saying that's what he wants to say. And it's just like the way Steve Harvey does it is fucking so funny. Anyway, goat. That's the goat of all game show hosts besides Alex Trebek.
2: Well, you're saying that he's over, Christian. You're saying he's over.
1: That's the character. He's like over it. Yeah. like he's so like this guy's a fucking idiot i can't believe i'm dealing with him but the comedy aspect of that works like whether it's a character or if he really is truly over it either way it's still the same for me
0: you gotta I be over it i think it just works i think he's over it and it just works because the thing is they yeah, take probably like seven shows a day <laughs> and then, and like he's he i don't think he, he's, he's just over it he's like dude this pays for my kids this, like the check is amazing, but these idiots, I would rather, like, I would rather be doing anything else
2: it's it's right. like, than do anything else. That's the thing about like, everyone's waiting for something great to come to them. It's like, do any of these people ever write like, <laughs> like Steve Harvey ostensibly could make anything he wants, literally yeah. anything he wants. Like if you have over, he probably has over a hundred million dollars. Like, you know, how crazy it is to just out a pocket fund Avengers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Isn't that, isn't that wild to be like, all right, we're going to do a space Epic and I'm paying for it. And I'll still have $5 million left over. Even
1: if it yeah. makes zero. Money. It's just an attitude shift from what show business used to be to what it is now, because even us, like when I started doing stand up, <clears throat> excuse me, like, Every story you hear is of people making it through that avenue. It's like you hear someone say, "Ah, oh, I didn't want to go to that show, but I showed up, and the Tonight Show Booker was in the audience, and then I killed, and then they put me on the Tonight Show, and that's when everything started." Like every story of showbiz making it is somebody giving somebody something. Yeah. Now it's completely changed. We're like, if you're playing that game, and I'll be honest with you, I've, I've always just approached comedy as the, the comedy side of it. And just hoping that the business side, quote unquote, would just go with it as I got good at comedy. But it's like now comedy in every comedian is like starting your, you're your own small business and you have to do your own promotion and do your own thing. And there's very little, if any at all, of the anointing of yeah, show business where Mr. Show Business comes in and says, you're doing good kid. Now you're going to be in this film. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen anymore. So it probably it sounds stupid, but to Steve Harvey, it probably wouldn't even occur to him that he could fund his own shit because he's so used to this like old system of show business where, Oh, someone has to ask me to be in a movie. I can't just make one on my own. Like that's a new attitude that like people have just started doing in the last maybe three years and it started with, like, podcasts and stuff like that and uh, and sketches and stuff. And I, it hasn't gotten to movies yet, but it will. Eventually, people are going to be like, fuck it. I'm just going to make my own movies. And, like, it's yeah. just going to be on YouTube for free. And once a big enough person makes a good enough movie and puts it on YouTube for free, there it is. Like, that's fucking everything. Like, so. Yeah, I know, it's
0: weird. I two things about, like, being a comedian. Like, I heard somebody – I forgot who it was, but, like <laughs> – Somebody successful. It was like uh, being a comedian is like you're an intern for a really long time and then all of a sudden you're the CEO. Yeah. (laughs)
1: yeah,
0: Such a really funny thing. But it's like comedy is so weird and like stand up especially. It's just like it's basically like if you don't do the business like you're at you're like actually a moron. Because it's like starting a small business and then just like sitting around hoping that you get bought by Amazon like (laughs) without doing anything or making any product. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's what it is. I mean, that's exactly what it is. I mean, even to the point like I did a show last night and like I started consciously trying to accumulate people who like me. So I had a good set. So I walked around the venue after the show and I, I created a QR code and you scan the QR code and it sends you to my email list and you sign up. And I could just tell, like, I didn't get shit for it by, by any means, but like another comic yeah. was like, what is that? And I was like, I'm trying to get people on my email list. And he almost had this like eyes glazed over, like, why like look on trying. his face? You're like, what are you doing? Like, it yeah. is probably, it might've been like 60% me internalizing. Cause yeah. I honestly don't feel a hundred percent comfortable walking up to people and asking for stuff. And I just yeah. something that I personally have to get over. Um, so it could just me be projecting that like they're probably like, oh, this dude's gay, you know, like that kind of <laughs> shit. Because <laughs> that's always top of mind. That's the voice? Yeah, that's, that's the – uh, no, this dude's so gay. Look at him with his gay QR code. He's so gay. Like that's – that's When I see a guy looking at me, I assume that's his internal monologue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see he's homophobic and that's on him. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, I was doing that last night. I just kind of felt like – Yeah, I kind of felt like it was a little uh, – I don't know, just a little judged, but I'm like, dude, this is the only way to do it. It's like, it's either doing it this way, grassroots, or doing stuff, throwing stuff on the internet, trying to get it seen that way. There's no other way for someone like me... To, to do it because you know what the fucking mr show business doesn't sit in the back of bar shows and anoint people Chopping anymore on the cigar. yeah he's not going like you got what it takes kid like it doesn't it doesn't work that way and even if you get on the tonight show it, w- it doesn't really do anything anyway like we have friends who've been on the tonight show i read a, i had a friend well we have a friend i mean we, we know this guy i don't even know if he's actually a friend i haven't talked to him in years but he told me he did letterman and this has be when Letterman was still in the air. And I said, how, what did it do for your career? And he goes, ah, I don't know. I got like 180 new Twitter followers. <laughs> That's all he said. And that was like two yeah. years removed. So it's like those, that, that thing was dead when Letterman was on the air. Now it's even deader. Like it's yeah. like, it like,
0: doesn't have the same. Those things don't really have the same thing. It's basically yeah. just like what you make out of it. Kind of right. Thing. But, but it's like, a,
2: it is a credit that's like, okay, yeah. now I can reach out to clubs and they'll- hundred percent.
1: Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not saying it's nothing. I'm just saying like that used to be you do The Tonight Show 10 times and now all of a sudden you're, you're in the- you have a development deal with NBC to yeah. make a sitcom. Like it just doesn't work yeah. that way anymore. It's still good. I'm granted like I would- do anything to get on a a late night show just just to have like you said the credit to reach out to people and like it's kind of like a feather in your cap and it's kind of like i'm on the right track because i got this but at the end of the day like it it means as little as it's ever meant
2: right it's it's borderline continues to mean less because i'm like do these shows even book comics anymore like i don't even know right like you know, I don't even know. Is Like, I haven't seen or heard anyone being like, oh, it's on The Tonight Show. Or, oh, I do Letterman.
1: Or, goddamn, Colbert. Right. Um, Dude, I heard that Kimmel – Kimmel, I heard him say on an interview that he puts up the sketches on YouTube before they even air on TV. He's like, it's all a YouTube game now. Like, they're yeah. basically doing what we're doing. They're basically, yeah. like, the oh, only man. way – the only way to make money is to go on TikTok and go on YouTube and post videos, clips of our stuff on YouTube and on TikTok and on Instagram, because like the fucking no one watches this show anymore. Like no one tunes in and watches it live, let alone DVRs it and watches it later. Like just nobody watches it. Anymore. Uh, dude,
2: dude, I remember I feel like this was it was like a year, year and a half ago, but it's still kind of is relevant. The uh, I remember some comic. Uh, older guy was like, "Oh, I'm on uh, Colbert tonight, so, so set your DVRs." And you're like, "Dude, this is 2019, like <laughs> no one is setting a, yeah. a DVR." Yeah, just set like, the clip. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like a thing for a few weeks. Yeah,
0: it's um, it's interesting because back then it was like you do the night show and then the NBC. Grass is waiting for you on the wings and they give you a sitcom but comedians are like interesting because it's like like i don't think they have a lot of great ideas like comedians all want a show but like they don't have an idea for a show or they're like not even interested in like uh, you know yeah dude then then, they don't have a great concept for a show
2: right you're 100 right it's like uh like so often the comedian they're like all right we're gonna give you a show and what was your idea? And you're like, oh, it's uh, it's like me, it's like me doing comedy. Yeah, like, yeah. What, what what the fuck? I don't give so a fuck.
1: I play I myself. I play myself. Yeah, no. And this the show is about what my life is on a daily basis. It's right. Just,
0: yeah. It's Fucking, that. Yeah. It's, it's always either that. It's like me trying to make it in stand up, or me as like whatever I was doing before stand up. Like I used to work at a Burger King, so now my show is about me at a Burger King. Or, and then the, or the other thing, which happened like, which was like five or 10 years ago, which was all like, all right, my version of The Daily Show, which yeah. is like,
1: yes, that's just it. Sitting yeah. down. Or and the my, other version of this is the ensemble sitcom, where it's like, we just need uh, six funny people, Yeah. and we'll just throw it around some p- plot that who really gives a shit. But they yeah. all have to be hot. Yeah, exactly. So it's like... Yeah, it's um, like comedians don't like there's no like
0: stand up who are like, all right, what's your idea for a show? And they would come up with like Drunk History or like, yeah, just something like either Nathan for you or something. Yeah, like, something like that. Or like or just, I wrote just, a, a hip hop
1: musical about. <laughs>
0: right, exactly. Like it's a hip hop <laughs> musical show. Like even that, I was like, OK, that's yeah, interesting. don't just like want like people just want to be slotted into a sitcom.
2: Dude, that's why that, like like. Yeah. Go ahead, Brett. Oh no, you're one hundred percent right. The whole, uh, the whole my daily show is like, is there anything less interesting or less like? I just got to hear someone comment on the news, like, right? Who gives a fuck? And everyone's commentary is so almost the same. To the point where the only thing that they do to differentiate themselves is go, well, I'm actually a white woman. Ah, I'm actually a black guy. Whoa, hey, yeah. I'm an Ooh. Indian fella. So that means I immediately have, yeah, the, there's just more perspective. It's like, not necessarily. It's the same show. It's it's the same show. Just because you have more melanin than Jon Stewart doesn't mean you're just <laughs> not doing an impression of Jon Stewart. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, uh-huh. it's it's it's. I mean, it's kind of a, a problem we're having all through entertainment anyway, because there's no original ideas. The only original ideas that ever see the light of day are like TikTok's videos. I mean, honestly, like like movies are always remakes or, or you know odes to nostalgia, yeah. th- or with like refillable characters. I mean look there are they're making new Spider-Man movies. They used to be like you had to wait three years, three or four years. Batman movies the same. You have to wait three or four yeah. years and you'd be like, hey we're relaunching the Batman franchise and people go, Oh, who's doing it this time? It's like it's like Ben Affleck was just Batman six months ago. And now they're like, yeah. oh, we got a new one coming out. It's like they don't right. even wait anymore. There's just going to be a new Batman movie every two years in perpetuity, right. like forever. Yeah, It'll never man. stop. Same with Spider-Man. And they'll just keep changing the fucking actors as they see fit. And it won't even matter. Like, Well, it's even more intense than that because now like, the
0: next Batman movie is coming out. And then there's also a Flash movie where Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton are playing Batman. <laughs> In it. So what? there's, so there's is it, be two Batman Why
1: why is happen what is happening with these like dimension bending multiple Spider Man's Batman's like Spider-Man, Spider-Verse, and it's also like <laughs> people just you know, people
0: want to see Michael Keaton as Batman. If you grew up with Michael Keaton as Batman, you want to be Batman against nostalgia, and it's, it's you know, I just want to see I want to see the Flintstones meet the Jetsons. <laughs>
2: christian yeah. showing your christian showing his age there <clears throat> yeah
1: no. christian's I like where's
2: my i love lucy honeymooners
1: yeah
0: i mean it is i mean i i um participate in that man i i'm i'm gonna get my tickets to go see spider-man i heard all three spider-men are gonna be in it
1: So so one of the things, though, that it's like (laughs) I don't mind it existing. It's not like that, but it just seems like that's the only thing that exists anymore. It seems like you can either have a giant franchise or you can have a tiny indie and there's nothing else. And like and the, the tiny indies aren't even really like it's it's always now like a big it's like pig with Nicolas Cage. It's like a big. Actor doing a small movie on purpose, where it's not. know by the way, I love that movie. So I'm not. I really did like Pig. But I'm. I hope they make more movies like that. But it just seems. I don't. Know, I guess it just seems. It's just disappointing to me that those are the only two things that can exist. Um, I don't
0: see. I don't think that's true. I think. I. I think there's. It's the only thing that – those are Those are the only things that are marketed. I feel like there's a million – like, I'll go through Netflix. There's a million movies. There's a million small movies. There's a million, like, medium movies. Like, in theaters, certainly, because that's – Spider-Man is the only thing that can – it's going to draw butts to seats. But it's like, you can find these movies. I, I feel like a lot of times it's like, it's the audience. The audience doesn't want to look for these movies or, like, they want them to be – they want the audience – they want the – marketing to present these movies to them like in their faces like stillwater. I didn't like I barely knew about it. It's like a Matt Damon in a pretty low key movie it was yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was about something like interesting and like a movie right. for adults. It's like it was good. But I also like the big Spider Man movie. But and you but, can find those movies if you look for them.
1: Yeah, but it's like there's so everything is a streaming platform now. So it's like, right. like when you do hear about a movie, you're like, oh yeah, what is that? You're like, oh, it's on a, uh, it's on KFC Plus. KFC started a streaming <laughs> network, and they yeah. have movies on it now. And you're like, yeah. okay, so I have to sign up for that one. And like, yeah, 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 you do. And I'm like, well, fuck you. Like, yeah. like it's like, like Christian, your bit is gonna come true so hard at some point where it's gonna be, they're just gonna reintroduce cable. And they're just going to bring it all, package it all back yeah. into one. Because yeah, like Hulu. it is ridiculous how much there's just a new streaming service. There's Paramount Plus now. Like, I want to watch that new South Park thing. No, nah, it's not a Paramount yeah. Plus. It's like, fuck you, yeah, I got to sign up for another motherfucking thing. Like, I signed up for Hulu. I signed up for ESPN Plus and Disney Plus and fucking Netflix and uh uh Apple TV like these I, like I have so many fucking things and it's like can yeah. you just Amazon Prime like can we just please like is
2: anyone else weirded out about how tech companies were like ah oh, we're just gonna make entertainment now is that like didn't yeah. isn't that weird there's as fuck that like
0: kind of sad about that
2: isn't that sad that Amazon makes stuff Apple makes stuff like like they got into the entertainment game yeah. and you guys are like capitalistic enterprises who make phones and, and shit. like,
0: why does like, our, it's, it's just like sad to me. It's just like a bummer. Well, cause it's like, cause you realize they're like, well, our research shows that people just want to be pacified. So <laughs> we're, we're gonna make 10 hour he- movies. Isn't it a
2: bum, like could you that's like dude that's like in the 6 that's like in the 60s like Hewlett Packard is now making movies yeah. do you know what <laughs> I mean yeah. like it's like these yeah. are the biggest companies like yeah. oh Love. Vanderbilt uh, railroads is now in the
1: Nickelodeon game well, it makes a lot of sense actually because one, they have all the customer data and they know what people yeah. want and need, and two, they have the um, the infrastructure to branch out and do stuff, and they have the money, importantly enough. But it's also like everybody's doing that. Like, I mean, you know, David Chang is a chef, right? He's a professional chef, and what does he do now? Well, he's a restaurateur still. He opens up restaurants, but he's a, he has his own podcast. He has three different TV shows. Like, he's completely pivoted to. He doesn't even cook anymore. He's just completely doing yeah. media now. And I think media is like where everybody is going because of the internet and the screens that we have. It's like, it's the only way to like make money if you run a restaurant anymore. <laughs> it's like to have a YouTube and shit and have a podcast.
2: That's funny. Cause the margins, the margins on food are like uh, nothing. I mean the margins on Wait, the margins on food are like nothing unless you do fancy food, in which case you can convince people. Is this accurate? In which case, Um, the margin on food is like Yeah, I mean,
1: fine dining dining does uh, cost more, but the margins, I would argue, are probably similar because the overhead is incredibly high because you're hiring really – talented chefs and stuff. So like if you're a chef at a fine dining restaurant, you're probably making six figures. Like you're, and if you're, if you, and if you're like a uh, someone below the chef, I don't know, a uh, sous chef or even some other people, you're probably still making like 60, 70, 80 K a year. Like there, it's like the big leagues, like people make good money. Not everybody, obviously. I mean, there's still people pulling in almost nothing, but like, um, you know, like the, you know, these fancy ass restaurants bring in so much money. Uh, and like, and there's so much investments and stuff. So I, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, it's not even just the margins on food. It's also delivery is like kind of killed going to restaurants, uh, because I- that was already in the works and then COVID like accelerated it where people were already eating out less before COVID and then COVID happened.
2: I could assure you, I was eating out more. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. Where's our "What's Up" button? Where's our Up" button? <laughs> and that's our first joke of the show. Twenty eight minutes Boom. in.
0: <laughs> Boom. You're there's right. This, this is. Oh, go ahead, Chris. No, I was just gonna really quick. There's people like uh, outside of my office in the garage. There's people like working, and. Like if they just heard that, that I'm doing a podcast and going, what's up? They're like, that must be the stupidest podcast. It must be the absolute hackiest, lamest podcast if they're doing what's up jokes.
2: I noticed Christian was even reticent to do the full what's up because he was like, I don't want my, I don't want the guy fixing my sink to think that's who I am unironically. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious, man. No, but uh, that's what annoys me. Restaurants are largely just kitchen delivery institute especially fast food places this is what I hate about fast food places in New York especially they all are now cl- there are no dining rooms and I resent yeah. that they go oh it's like closed for COVID it it- be- no it's not no it's not anymore shut up just say it's higher <laughs> profit fuck yeah. you you don't want to pay someone to clean tables and don't act like this is some moral like you know we're just trying to be safe Like, it's kind of a bummer, and I genuinely think it might be worse for homeless people because fast food places in New York, Christian, we were talking about it yesterday. This is – suburb fast food is so much better than city fast food. 100%. suburb fast food – first off, you're allowed to be in there and hang out. Uh second like city fast food places, they're just like urgent care facilities. There's like a dude <laughs> the fuck it's a dude with an open head wound in the corner. That guy, yeah. some guy just smoked crack in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I've literally gone to a McDonald's and like waited in line for the bath in the city and waited in line for the bathroom, and then the door opens and just like smoke comes out. And I had yeah. to piss so bad. And I was like, I guess I'm peeing in a recently cracked up and I like <laughs> held my breath. And I yeah. like I was, I was like, I don't want to get crack in my system. So, <laughs> so I'm like so covering my crack. mouth on like, but I gotta can piss. You, uh, um, can
0: you get secondhand crack?
2: <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't
1: know. I don't know if secondhand crack is a thing, but you should have yeah. you should have took a big whiff too. That would be the only opportunity you're gonna get to try crack. I, like you're you're never gonna well, like you're never time. gonna fall far enough to do crack. That was your well, only shot, dude, to know what it, a little bit what it feels like. That's true. Some secondhand crack would have helped me. But
2: <laughs> but they but then what's funny about these city fast foods, if you order in person, they put you so below the online orders, it's crazy. Right. Like they do not give a fuck they'll take like 15 minutes and then just like all right do the online orders do the online orders do the online orders and you're like they don't if you face to face they are like why do i care we already got your money you
1: can't give us a review go to hell you know another thing that they're doing and this isn't fast food but this is restaurants in new york is i don't know if you've heard of these ghost kitchens have you heard of these that, yeah, that's like a – So basically like there's so many delivery services like Grubhub and Postmates and things like that that restaurants, the already existing restaurants will just open up a second internet restaurant that sells different food and they're just like I was on Grubhub like a week ago and I was like, oh, is this, this is burger place. This is a new place. I've never heard of this place. And I ordered and all of a sudden it was like taking forever. So I call and then another restaurant answers. And they're like and I'm like, I thought I was ordering from here. They're like. Yeah, don't worry about it. And I'm like, (laughs) and I'm like, no wonder you're, you're literally like, you have one kitchen for one restaurant. That's not, that restaurant is not only serving people at the restaurant, but they're doing their own takeout orders. And then you impose an entire other menu on the same kitchen. No wonder everything's fucking late and everything's cold and everything sucks. And it's just another cash grab. They're like, cause as a restaurant, you're like, what do I do? Like not a cash grab. I'm sorry. It's a means of survival. They're like, well, yeah. we could open up a second restaurant in our one restaurant, <laughs> and since it exists online, who gives a shit? I I had the exact
0: same thing. I was telling Brett about this yesterday. I like ordered. I was like getting dinner, and I ordered like, oh, rotisserie chicken sounds good. So I looked up rotisserie chicken, and there was like two options: Boston Market and Rotisserie Range or whatever it was called. I was like, oh, all right. that sounds interesting. You know, I'm not gonna get Boston Market because it's just fast food or whatever. So I got rotisserie range and I'm like, I ordered the whole thing. And then it comes to the door and like they delivered like a little small bag, and the small bag says Boston Market. I was like, oh that's weird. Maybe they just ran out of bags. (laughs) I borrowed it from Boston Market or something. And I was like, I I just ate the whole thing. And then I looked at the, the main bag and it had a ticket for Boston Market. I was like, what like, what is, like, just beat Boston Market. Like, I, if there was only no. one choice, I would have gone with Boston Market anyway. Why
1: Why are we doing this? That's so funny. You're only that's- competing with yourself. Like, at, <laughs> yeah. that, there's only two markets in town for rotisserie chicken, you and your fake restaurant. Like, Boston what, in are you, Boston. what are you doing? <laughs> that's, but that's
2: so proof of all of this bullshit. And I'm sure rotisserie range was like, a, I have a feeling it was like a few extra dollars. <laughs> because <Probably>. <laughs> <Yeah. like, laughs> you're like oh you know i don't want to it's like local like i don't want to give boston market more money exactly. there, that's a chain fuck them
0: but uh it's just <laughs> it was just so funny i was like i was like this you know this is pretty good i was like but and then i looked at the bag and like boston market i was like
1: all right we'll so now whenever i go on grubhub they have the address of the restaurant i always just google it to make sure that it's the actual restaurant <laughs> That's funny that's i mean pretty but soon imagine, uh, like,
0: I'm at, sorry. Imagine you, you go to like Jimmy's Burger and then they bring you McDonald's. Like, yeah, <laughs> and they don't even have the
2: decency to not put it in a generic bag. They just deliver it right in the Boston Market bag, the Boston Market receipt, Boston Market sticker. That's another dude. That's another thing. Fast places are doing now. They they're like every bag is sealed with a sticker. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. You don't need to seal it with a sticker to be like with the COVID didn't get in there. We put a sticker on it.
0: Stop with the unnecessary shit. I do like that because if you ever order McDonald's, they seal the bag. So, you know, like my thing was always like an Uber East driver is going to eat a fry. He's going to take <laughs> one.
1: <laughs> There's no way they don't just true. take one fry because he's going to the drive through. He smells it. He smells it. Yeah, he has to know. pick it up. And they're like, he's, he's like, I'm, like, I'm like, taking
0: man, a fry. I'm, I'm taking a fry tax. Dude, I,
1: I one time
2: talked to a, uh, I was in New York. This is like, New York is the best city in the world because it is Grand Theft Auto, but <laughs> the, the missions are less interesting. Right. So <laughs> instead of, instead of like, Oh my God, I like, I'm delivering this like eight kilos of cocaine with this prostitute. It's like, <laughs> Oh, I'm going to go to Trader Joe's today. But, um, yeah. <laughs> this dude, this side mission, this guy, this deliver guy was outside and he goes, hey, do you got a, you got a smoke? You got a lighter? And I said, uh, no. And he goes, ah, man, I always like to get high before my Grubhub shifts. And that was a good enough cause for me to go, wait here, right here, son, let me get you a lighter. <laughs> I, go, I go to buddy, I get a lighter and I go back to him and he's like, do you want to smoke with me? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll, 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 I'll smoke with you. And so right. we smoke a little weed, and then uh, I'm just talking about being a Grubhub guy, and he tells me he works for Seamless and Grubhub. I'm like, oh, damn, that's same a hustle. And the same uh, company. Uh,
1: it's the same they
2: base are they actually? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's hilarious. Oh my god, that's that- what a jackass Seamless. though. He made it sound like he was pulling in double shifts and shit. I know. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's dude, I don't even board. know
0: if he knows. It's two different apps. It's weird. I don't even understand why they do that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Because well, it's it, they do that because it's like I don't know, it just makes you feel like there's more options. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um it's it's just Grubhub is just rotisserie range to seamless is
1: <laughs> lost, lost
2: in market. It's like, oh, I have another option. Life's more full that way. Yeah. Um anyway, he just told me a funny thing where he said uh he was like, I see, I try hard on Grubhub. And then he goes, but seamless, that's one where I just get high and kind of eat people's food.
1: I love how one of that clearly one of those companies has consequences to actions yeah. and the other one doesn't.
2: Yeah, it's like this guy's got a five star on one and a two and a quarter star on the other. <laughs> Dude, and,
0: uh, sorry, yeah,
2: sure, sure enough, we split some, uh, we split a burger and it was, uh...
0: <laughs> oh my Dude, God, someone else's one, food. One time I ordered wings from like in Long Island City and like this lady took forever to come and like you could see it said like you know how sometimes it says so-and-so is picking up your order yeah it said like so-and-so is walking with your order and i was like walking <laughs> I was like, this is like really far so she walks and you can see her slowly 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 getting to my apartment and then all of a sudden it's just like it disappears and it's like your order has been delivered i was like what I, I went outside and looked she's just like gone like so she, I think I'm hundred percent positive she just ate my food. <laughs> she was like,
1: she got tired on the long walk and she's like, I need some, yeah. some something to pick <laughs> so me up. Here's the thing, here's the thing. Here's my
2: belief on delivery people eating your food. It should be okay because they kind of need it more than us. Do you know what yeah. I mean? If you're right. delivering food, you are inherently not doing as well yeah. as someone ordering food off the app. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's like I hate when people complain about Uber drivers cuz you're like I mean, come on. It's like a it's a carriage that appears whenever you want. Yeah. You're the one doing worse in this transaction is the exactly. I've I've tried this on stage. I believe there are only two people who get to complain about Uber drivers being about Uber being bad. The drivers and women who were sexually assaulted in them. <laughs> Those are the Gosh. only two groups of people who get to complain about Uber.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, do you ever notice that the only people who you're like encouraged to negotiate with are people who like are street vendors and sell like sunglasses on the sidewalk? Right. It's like, it's yeah, like, let's yeah, yeah. Let's take an extra dollar out of that guy's pocket, but you know, you pay full price for your iPhone. There's never a fucking negotiation there. It's sorry, like, yeah. who has more wiggle room on who can negotiate? <laughs> the fucking Apple or that guy standing there selling five dollars sunglasses? And I you're love like this idea. What about four dollars sunglasses, and he's like, "Yeah, man, whatever. I, I gotta sell sunglasses to feed my family, so you know, <laughs> yeah, four dollars, sure. Honestly." three, like, like anything, yeah. like, just, what a, you're just a real give me $3. Trump. I need the yeah. money.
2: <laughs> what a you drive a hard bargain taking advantage of my, uh, cusp of poverty type situation. Yeah. That's why I like, um, McDonald's makes me laugh. Cause like they always like, one reason we love fast food places is there's no pressure to tip, right? Yeah. They yeah. don't, they don't flip a, uh, iPad around, you order a black coffee and they flip it around. And now faster places have gotten or, or restaurants have gotten some real gall here where yeah. they flip the thing around. The minimum tip is now 20%. And then they're yeah. like 30 and 35. You're like, fuck off, bro. I got a black coffee. I'm not
0: tipping 35%. I got, I got a, Oh, sorry. That's it. Go. No, I got a bunch of pieces one time for like a, you know, we had two people over. So I got a bunch of pizzas and I go to pick them up because the place is like on the corner. So I go, I get the pizzas. I mean, we had enough pizzas that it cost like 150 bucks or whatever it was. And like, uh, so I get the pizzas and then he does the thing. He, he like, all right, here's swipe your card or whatever. Here's he turns the iPad around and it's like tip, no tip, 10, 15, 20. And I said, no tip. I'm picking up. You know, yeah. I did it through Seamless. I'm picking That's up, dreamland. whatever. No tip. Do the card. He goes, "Oh, it was rejected." He's like, "Cause you didn't leave a tip."
1: Because like, you didn't what? leave a tip. What?
0: And I'm like, <laughs> "All right." So then I just like I was so embarrassed that I did twenty percent. Like he got like twenty bucks or whatever it was for like essentially like thirty bucks. If it was yeah, like, like 50. so he got like thirty bucks for essentially like handing me the pizza, like going from the back. Yeah. to the front with a pizza box and then <laughs> handing it to me. So I'm like, I I, mean, I don't mind tipping. Like, I don't care, but it's also like, I'm like, where do you, what,
1: where do we draw the line? Like where, where it right. starts, what? Well, it annoys uh, me uh, because if you yeah. If you go on Grubhub and you, they have a whole tipping guide and yeah. it's, and it's like these drivers will drive to you in the rain or shine. You should show them respect. You know, we suggest tips of like 25%, 20%. And I'm like, maybe you should pay your people more. Like, why the fuck is it my responsibility to make sure that your driver guy who drives his food to me, like I already paid for the food. Uh, built into those costs. There should be something. And then there's a delivery fee and they make it express. They they go, the delivery fee does not go to the driver. But well, maybe it should then. Like, what are you doing? Like, why is there a delivery fee and not a tip? Like, how come there isn't just one charge? A tip delivery fee. It covers. I don't mind tipping. I mean, I'm a generous tipper, but like, when I'm ordering, you know, Chinese food or something and, and, and a guy just drives it four blocks to my place, it's like, I don't know if I should be tipping 30% on top of a delivery fee, you know, for that service. Like, and then also it's like when you go to a restaurant, someone waits on you, like they refill your drinks, bring you new drinks, get you silverware, like all that process. And that's standard 20%. That's what everybody learns. That's a 20% job operation. So if you are a guy on a scooter and like someone loads you up with four different people's foods and you drive it four blocks is that the equivalent of someone waiting on you for an hour and a half while you eat dinner and recommending stuff off the menu and you know what I mean like I feel like that's like Not to be mean or anything, but that's less of a service than someone who waits on you. It's like they drive the food. They're already driving. There's a bunch of other orders. They deserve uh, deserve a tip for sure. But, like, why do they get, like, so – I mean, if it's raining, I get it. If you live on a fifth floor walk-up, I get it. But, like – you know, if the weather's good and it's an elevator building, like why, why am I on the hook for so much? I disagree. Uh, they're poor tip, but well, I know, but they should be paid more. Like, why is it my responsibility to make sure that guy gets paid? Because these apps have fucked over. They're really, yeah. the apps are terrible. Really,
2: it's this very exploitative situation where it's a race to the bottom for everyone else, <laughs> except for the people who made the app where it can exist. And I'm, you're going to have to excuse me right here real quick, but cryptocurrency, like different uh, cryptocurrencies, the thing that can prevent apps from just taking money from people. You're like, yeah. Take uh, take the Ethereum blockchain, and this is going to be really boring, but the Ethereum, if uh, if you basically have an application that is built on the Ethereum blockchain, instead of automating the worker, you automate the merchant. So imagine... Grubhub no longer exists and now it's just this app that's like almost like a generic app of food delivery and now no one is taking money. There's no bullshit ass monopolistic delivery charge that doesn't even go to the driver. It just goes to the app that they get. I know they built this service but what if there was a way to automate that service? Mm. Anyway, uh, no, it's, I mean, it's, a, it's a cock
1: up. I mean, it's like it's no secret that Grubhub and all those similar ones are very da- predatory on businesses because they charge the businesses, like, and then they fees, go, and then and they, fees and th- fees and, th- fees and th- Their go. ads, dude. Oh, sorry, wait. No, no. I, it's a,
2: all, yeah, sorry. No, no, no. Go. I was going to say go. All their ads, bro, are, like, eat local. You're, like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. You can, yeah. Like, what the fuck is this horse shit? Eat local yeah. through you? You're the thing making it not local. Right. Don't and, if you're gonna be predatory, be predatory, but don't be like playing on you know, eat low like it's just it's such
1: fucking horseshit. They they get credit for being like the mom and pop business or whatever when they're just gouging the mom and pop businesses with their fees and um monthly service charges and everything like that. And like some of the times like the Grubhub has their own delivery people and like I've had issues with Grubhub one time where it was a Grubhub driver. Everything got to me incredibly late and the food was cold and they mm-hmm. refunded the whole order. And I was thinking like, I wonder since it's completely on Grubhub who delivered the food, not on the restaurant, I, I wonder like, and I don't know this for sure, but I'm like, I wonder how much of that refund money is that Grubhub, is Grubhub responsible for that because it was their delivery driver? Or did that, cut, or did that poor restaurant lose out on that entire order because of Grubhub fucking up. And, you know, it's probably the latter. It's not the former. It's not like Grubhub's going to take accountability for anything. Mm. And then, and then these fast food places, this is one thing I wanted to
2: observation. You know, the, the, we love them because you don't tip, there's no pressure to tip. And yeah. so you're like, by the way, and these are people who could sure as shit use the tips, but uh it's just funny because mcdonald's has like these like donation bins at the front of the register that say like mcdonald's cares it's like do you actually <laughs> do you do you I and this, I miss a joke, but like, I've literally been ordering from a cashier and I've looked down, and the cashier is also the guy on the McDonald's cares (laughs) thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Where it's like, wait a minute. Well, like, this is the poor dude who needs the money. I say this about McDonald's, and I i mean i i I, there's a lot of people a lot of fast food places hiring right now and i when i drove down to virginia for thanksgiving and drove back we stopped at a mcdonald's and we stopped at a burger king on the way up and the way back right and both of them had signs out front we're hiring we need people um mcdonald's is like paying like 16.75 an hour in like a small town in pennsylvania yeah. I'm like, that's actually probably pretty good for the town that that is like the, the in terms of the the area and what everything costs. And then they're talking about like there's management programs with upward mobility and this, that and the other. And granted, I think a lot of this is just because they have to up their game because of the the work shortages and stuff. But um, Walmart has been notorious about like the Walmart will have fucking food drives for their employees, <laughs> so like people, yeah, yeah. people at Walmart were go through the checkout aisle and they're like, "Would you like to donate canned food for the food drive?" It's <laughs> for me. The cash register, so I can. Lady sitting here, so I can eat. It's like Walmart. You know who? I mean, I mean, I'm sure that their business has somewhat taken a little bit of a hit now that Amazon and everything's online. It doesn't matter, but. The, the I mean, Walmart before this whole, you know, last five years of the Amazon taking off was probably like one of the more profitable American businesses ever. Like they like you want to talk about money, printing money. Like Walmart had the power to tell you, the vendor, how much they were going to pay for your stuff to be sell, sold in Walmart. They Like if you made jeans or something. They would be like, okay, um, so you're going to sell us all the je- – we're going to buy the jeans off of you and we're going to sell them here. But uh, you're asking us you know, $18 a pair or whatever. Uh, we're going to – actually, it's going to be $12 a pair. If you want to sell in Walmart, that's how much it costs. Sorry. So like companies literally – vendors would are like getting – literally destroyed by walmart because of the pressure of being in a walmart and like all of the wholesale goods are sold at a minimum and then walmart can sell them cheaper and that was the power of walmart so not only were they fucking over their own employees but they're oh, also no, the fucking community. over the vendors and the communities and everything like there it was like putting a casino in your fucking town it just dried up the whole fucking town so walmart fucking is a I fucking hate Walmart. Um, no. At least Amazon pays like, you know, minimum wages. Their minimum wage is $15, which, you, you know, sucks and fuck Amazon in a lot of ways. But at least they're like, at least they pay more than they like, people who work at Walmart still make seven twenty-five, which is the minimum wage still. Uh, at least Amazon self imposed their own minimum wage of $15. Not that that's a lot of money if you do, if you're working in New York City or something, but at least they did that. And to be clear, there are a lot of idiots
2: out there who deny the complexity of the system in which we exist, who like I have seen tweets online where someone is like Jeff Bezos is worth a hundred billion dollars. That means he could America's population is three hundred million. That means he could give everyone a million dollars and still have and you're like No have dude you done one math problem yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like No, 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 that's that's not it either. Uh, it's all tied up in stock.
0: He's fine, yeah. but still Right. It would be funny if he gave everybody a million dollars in like shitty stock. It's <laughs> it <all> just tanks.
2: <laughs> he, should, he should do the Jeff Bezos million dollar giveaway every year. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, God. He, he should, should do a squid like, game. He should just
0: turn into like Willy Wonka. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I would totally do a squid game. If I had that money, I would just do a squid yeah. game. I would wear one of those animal masks and then I would like kind of sexually assault one of the waiters. At <laughs> oh <my> the- God.
0: <laughs> Somebody just did a squid game. Some YouTuber.
2: Yeah. Um, Mr. Beast is his name. Mr.
0: Beast. Yeah. Yeah. I saw something. I think Mike Lawrence posted something about it. Basically about like how ironic it is that like uh, squid game, the show took like years, seven years to make or however, like 10 years or however long it was in production, like, you know production hell so hard to write yeah it's like hard to write in this anti-capitalism kind of not anti-capitalism but just this message of like your life isn't worth money like there's no amount of money that's worth your life and then mr p like does it in seven days it's completely sponsored by (laughs) by all these people (laughs) and like is like just completely the opposite message of what it is like money 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 do whatever it takes to get money
1: Oh, that's very funny. That's just, real. That so, what was the competition? There wasn't obviously like shit where I people could get hurt, but no, I don't know. I don't no, know. I'm, I'm sure they did
2: non fatal. Ver. I yeah. hope I think we would have heard about it on the news if this guy yeah. was doing
1: a fatal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably just fear factor, right? They're like, put this yeah, beetle in your right. mouth, you fucking slime ball. Like, yeah, you'll do anything for money here. He just s- stupid suck this spider's dick dude (laughs) like fucking do it but even
2: that even that is uh emblematic of like content is worth more than quality because like i guarantee making squid games like you said it took years to write it took years in production lots of care lots of care like building that set all etc it costs so much money but doing just like the the you know, like the content version of it, he organized it like you said in a week, and yeah. it probably got a similar amount of views as actual Squid Game.
0: That's no, that's exactly the point. That's exactly the point he made. He got it got more views than Squid Game. Like it's Netflix's number one show, and it's got like a hundred and ten million viewers. But the parody got hundred eleven something.
2: Million. The parody got
0: more because yeah. oh my god, it's like
2: heartbreaking. It's like yeah, I know. It's like what the what's the, the risk reward is so skewed so what it's worth more artistically yeah. by a lot who cares well it's funny i mean because, i do but you know what i mean
0: but it's also funny because it's like so much care went into the show even in this the idea of like just like think about how iconic the costumes have become just the green right. tracksuit the the big robot doll that spins around and this the um red light green light doll that like and that sound oh, yeah wow. he yeah. Like this the, the the masks of the you know agents or whatever they are and then this guy just waltzes in and goes to like you know oh we'll just do that we'll make we'll copy their stuff we'll take their stuff we'll just reference it's just a reference to but then i'm
2: like i'm even wondering like should that be fully legal
0: like i mean yeah it's it's parody well, as a dude who just wrote a parody movie, <laughs> you kinda want to be you kinda want to be allowed to do that. No,
2: but uh our hey, at least ours is written. <laughs> it's yeah. it's uh you know, there's I mean there's something of you know, I mean, not that I'm like Netflix's IP, I care a lot about it. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, if he did that with a Disney thing, he would have been we wouldn't even fucking heard about him. He would have been taken to a back room. Oh, and He'd yeah. be dead. He'd be like yeah. Jack Ma, the CEO of Alibaba, where you hear from him once a year, where the Chinese government trots out the CEO of Alibaba to be like, we didn't kill him. He's just going to give an interview and then he's not allowed to do anything else. Yeah. Just, I'm just doing proven. fine. <laughs> so if he had, if this, if this YouTuber did uh, fucking some sort of, You know Aladdin parody or Cinderella parody, he's dead. He he doesn't have a life. (laughs) Disney's not letting that happen. You don't take shit from Disney. I remember I I drew a fucking. I did a drawing one time. Of of Toy Story when I was nine years old and I got served with a cease and desist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a guy in a a guy in a black suit and sunglasses came in your yeah, classroom dude. and crumpled up the paper in front of you.
2: I wrote I wrote Brett on the bottom of my Woody doll and they fucking came and they confiscated my doll.
0: That's an amazing visual <laughs> uh. <laughs> um i, I do want to just real quick it is the the idea that like amazon is making shows and stuff yeah and because you brought up the point like they have their they have your data and they know what you spend on it's like it's just so funny to, to just be like mm, brett bought coffee uh <laughs> What can we do with that? Let's let's make a show about coffee. <laughs> <laughs> like, what else did he buy? A weed whacker. All right, uh,
1: <laughs> what do you got? How about we take the coffee idea and the weed whacker idea and we make it into one show, huh? Yeah, <laughs> beanie and <in> the whacker. <laughs>
2: that's but that's what content is these days. Yeah, it's exactly. just the algorithm going. You might also like. Right.
1: They like things that are good. You know how like criminal profiling works? Like there's people who work in the FBI under criminal profiling and they literally take all of like when a serial killer is out at large or whatever. They take all the characteristics of what they do, who they kill, when they kill, how they kill, all these things. And they come up with this profile. And they're like, it's probably a white guy between 36 and 41 whose dad left him when he was four. And he's an alcoholic, but maybe, you know, he's clean now. Like, they just somehow come up with like so much detailed shit. And then when they arrest the guy, you're like, fuck, they were kind of right on the money. <laughs> like, they got. So, like, I don't know. There's some weird kind of algorithm reading of people that, like, that you just know that you just, they, they just fucking know everything about us. It's kind of scary. I know. Um,
2: it really, uh, it's why con it's why, uh, TV kind of, s- I, I, they say we're in the golden era of television. I don't know if that's true. We're definitely not in the golden era of movies. Um, no, uh, I, I hey, s- we're going to, us three will rescue the industry. There we go. I, you know, it's funny. I low key believe that. <laughs> yeah, I know man. how arrogant that is to say, but I'm like, I don't know, man. I think me and my friends are like actually the most talented people.
1: You've got to find a way to make stuff. And really what it is, is like be find a way to be our own bosses and make the shit that we think is good without the interference of all the people who get in the way of stuff. And I think the only way to do that is through, um, you know, monetization of followings and or Patreon-esque things and just doing it yourself. I really think that's the only way. Uh, Christian and I, it's, it's, it's
2: probably arrogant, but Christian and I looked at uh, the, we're turning Race the Movie into a play, right? Race the Movie to Play. Um, which Christian had a hilarious joke where, if that takes off and then it's like, holy shit, it actually is going to become a movie. It's going to be called race, the movie, the play, the movie. <laughs> 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 but, um, but uh, it, it was, it was really funny because I, I, I hadn't looked at it in like, I don't honestly like six months or so. And so we were rereading it last night and it's perhaps arrogant because me or my Christian wrote the jokes, but I was just looking at him like, these are fucking funny. Like, Great. It, felt, it felt fresh again. Yeah. Cause I, uh, you know, you haven't looked at it and I was just like, this is better than all the other shit.
1: It's, it's really good. I you can't know, wait we- to keep me posted on like the production of that. Cause that's, that's gonna be awesome. Oh, I know. I, I know the part rig will be. We already, know, <laughs> already know. I don't even know the part rig will
2: be. The cop. No, all of the black characters. <laughs> yes,
1: that's what I want. <laughs> yes, I think someone, Christian, made the joke. It's like Eddie Murphy. And yeah. I'm just yeah. going to play every Nick black Whitmer. character. <laughs> yeah, Nick Whitmer is all the black guys. Nick Whitmer does 14 different varieties of
2: blackface. I <laughs> <laughs> went to the Lowe's play. paint section to get all the
0: different shades. <laughs> And then when you do, you're interviewed about it. You do it in the most like actorly, like non comical way. <laughs> I really was just trying to, yeah, get the black experience out there through my lens.
2: Oh my god, <laughs>
0: it's
1: with this character. I really am but is a good. vessel. <laughs> 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 I is just are carrying the ex- black experience on the stage, so Americans can see what it's really like to be a black man in the 1860s. <laughs> Well, folks, well, on that note, should we get our
2: plugs out and then go yeah. you know, jack off? Yeah, buddy. All right. Uh, folks, if there's any Kansas City residents listening, I'll be headlining Kansas City Improv December 26th. <gasps> <gasps> um, so get your tickets to that. Uh, Brett Coin, buy Brett on if you like the digital album for 375 Nice. Trying to chart. Trying to chart.
0: Mm hmm. Um, I'll go ChristianDuranComedy.com for all your Christian Duran needs the future Hall of Famers Christmas special is available now as it's been all year but watch it again for the holiday season um, King Latif on all streaming
1: platforms Whitmer go ahead uh come to my comedy special taping on yeah. J- january 16th it's a holiday yes, yes. sunday it's a holiday yeah. sunday so you'll have off the next day at work and plus there's two different shows there's a six o'clock and an eight o'clock show so nothing's too late even if you do have to work um right now i have most of the six o'clock tickets i think are sold um so the eight o'clock are also still available, but you can get those on Eventbrite. Just look up Nick Whitmer, or go to nickwhitmer.eventbrite.com, or go to my website thenickwhitmer.com. If you sign up for my email list, you will automatically get uh, email sent to you that has some information um, about the special, and you may even get a discount code. Boom! Ooh, Just saying. The best
0: comedy. Uh, the best comedy show that night.
1: Thank you. In yes. All year. Boom. And it's happening 16 days into the year. All right, guys.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. We'll see you next week. Booyah.